Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Yeah, I'm great. Let's get it. Let's get going. All okay. right. Come on. Let's get snappy. No, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Brian, how are you? Don't care. Let's go. All right, cool. uh, No, I just am very excited about my first song, but you're opening up, so I'm just trying to rush you along so we can get to it, because I'm super excited. I am opening up, but let's take a moment to just reflect oh, on where we're at. The beginning of 2018... It's yeah, a the new beginning year. of the beginning of the year is when I usually like to reflect on it. <laughs> I'm not reflecting on the year. I'm reflecting on where we are right now in in, in the, the history in of the time. grand scheme okay. of things. Yeah, um, yeah. The the first like couple weeks of the year for music, I'm always wanting it to like speed it's, up. It's Slowsville. And but it's it's just uh, it's one of those things where but then eventually again, it'll yeah. it's gonna be like oh my gosh it's gonna too be slow much. down yeah in so. a couple of weeks I feel like it's it's already starting to pick up a little bit but uh, it's been very promising just from the first couple of weeks the few releases we did get I'm uh, looking forward to a lot of stuff and all my songs are albums I'm very excited for that are coming out within the next few months that's exciting yeah. My, uh, well, since you're so excited and like want me to hurry up so much, uh, my first song actually comes from probably the first very good album of 2018. It was. Kind of by default because it was released on January first, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Digitally, it was. Um, well, it's it's not yeah, physically it out not yet. Physically, but, but um, but still, even like taking i I take into account like that friday after the first Mm -hmm. and it's definitely the album that is like it is by default but then on its own it is still yes the the first good one so i'm talking about jeff rosenstock who um i actually am not like crazy familiar with Um, i just listened to his last album and i thought it was cool like it wasn't didn't completely blow me away but he had some super catchy like really high energy rocking hard punk songs so yeah and he he's very well respected in like the diy punk community and he has been for a long time and um he this is his fourth solo album he's played in bands prior to going solo and um i also listened to the 2016 album which was worry and mm-hmm. that album is good, but this definitely, yeah. to me, is better. Um, it's a super political album. Um, is there any other music these days than right. really political stuff? And I kind of, I'm going to talk about it a little with my next song, but I love that because punk was really such a political art form when yeah. it started. And so I feel like we heard a lot of political rap last year that was great. But I didn't see so much punk. There's still some, but I'm like, yes, punk is getting super political now. Yeah, and he wrote this album in the days following the inauguration of Old 45. Old 45. And um, again, it's very political, pretty heavy lyrically a lot of the times. But um, it's uh, he says it's meant to be more a rallying cry than like a cry of surrender right uh it's supposed to inspire and get you fired up and it definitely does that uh so 
without further ado, let's get this let's get this shit popping. Let's do it. This is Jeff Rosenstock with your throat. Brian. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. For the first Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy of the new year. That was not fair. You know I was huh. gonna I was trying to play this song on the podcast. So yeah. of course I'm gonna give it an LLBG. And that's my favorite song on the album. And this album's incredible. Uh his one last year didn't make my list, but I'm sure this one might because it's so good and uh yeah, everything you're saying, just how it's so political, but just rocks so hard and is so catchy. I love what he's saying in the chorus there about what's the point of having a voice if it gets caught inside your throat. Being like, and reading the verse, it's like stuff I've felt before. It's like, I talk all day about so much bullshit. He's talking about like yeah. guitar tones and stuff and that it's like. I want to use my voice for something meaningful. And that's what I don't think that necessarily musicians who aren't like commenting on politics or the world's problems. You know, I, I love that music as well, but I feel like maybe this is sort of his inspiration where he's saying I might 
use my voice to uh, make a difference. Yeah, and um, it's kind of like a two-sided coin because he he does talk about um, the you know trying to um, not just talk about meaningless things and kind of having his voice be more impactful, but also like the first verse of the song is about um, feeling like his voice. Uh, even though he does have a voice, like it, it, there's nothing he can do that can impact anything. Right. So what's the line? There's nothing we can do right now. There's nothing left we can do right now. Yeah. Um, and that feeling of you do have a voice, and you try and voice what you want, and you voice things that you're you're concerned about, and that stress you out, and that cause you so much anxiety, and then you feel like it just is stuck inside your throat, even though you're voicing things over right. and over again and that that feeling is just so uh terrible mm-hmm. so this 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 song is kind of heavy and not very optimistic but it's so catchy <laughs> but it's so and catchy like that guitar part just getting bigger and bigger in the end there and just rocking so hard i love it so much clearly all that talking about guitar tones he knows what he's doing because the guitars sound fantastic on here and he has a he has a voice that took me a while to get my head around uh it's a it's an acquired taste but uh i like it a lot it cracks at just the right time yes he just goes for it so that was jeff rosenstock with your throat from post which is out now on polyvinyl uh it's out now digitally on polyvinyl and physically He's going to get physical on March 23rd. And spiritually, it's always existed in all our minds. I don't know what I'm talking about. Interesting. That's yeah. a, I like that concept. So every album that ever will be already exists in our minds. Yeah. Oh, you know what I thought was interesting? I was just, you know, had brainstorming about like, uh, do you ever see Cloud Atlas? No, I avoided it on purpose. Well, it was like one of those that seemed like it would be a really cool concept, but the execution was weird. But it has something to do with like uh, this composer, and I thought that would be a cool like movie or story or something where like there's this musician who makes this song and like is left left on and like uh, you know the band Death, like his grand the guy's grandson like discovered their record and was like, this is my grandfather. Like I had no idea he even had a band. And so an interesting idea of like, just like songs. Cause you know, they just kind of come to you in your head and like, where are they coming from? What if they're coming from your past or different dimensions and stuff like that? I've and- got good news for you. I actually, at the end of last year, read a book called white tears. Oh yeah. And it's very, it's very similar to the concept you were just describing. Uh, this song kind of comes out of nowhere. It ends up being a ghost story, and it's super Ooh. cool. And it's about I need um, to read this now. It's about um, how white people steal from black culture all the oh. time. It, it very interesting. Yeah, white tears. Hanzu something. Sorry, I can't remember the name right now. Jimin Hanzu. No. <laughs> um. Okay, well, enough with that sidebar. We got off track because I'm so excited. Need to play you this song. Should we talk about something real quick? No, we should not. (laughs) You're going to try and sneak a Thor talk in, like right when I'm busting at the seams? No, I did want to talk. No, I'm just kidding. Um, So my first song comes from one of my favorite bands. I think you already know what it is. You said you avoided it because it was eight minutes long, and you know I love the band. Yeah, okay. So what is it, Brian? Tell us. 
Titus Andronicus. It is Titus Andronicus, the joysy punk band uh, led by Patrick Stickles. Really made their mark with the album The Monitor. I know you're a big fan. I love that album in 2010. Mm-hmm. Inspired by the Civil War, and they made this like brand of Civil War punk that was just awesome. And then since then, they've had a couple albums. I love Local Business, personally. But you kind of soured on them a bit after the monitor, right? Uh, yeah, I did. I I'm was looking, trying to look up right now what actually came before the monitor. Uh, the Aryan of Grievances, because which is a great album. That was the hype for me for them. The monitor dipped a little, and then they've dipped a little since then. I know it's the your, monitor dipped a little. <laughs> yeah, the Airing of Grievances was You're crazy. No, that's an amazing album. And then the monitor I liked okay. It was just over long a little bit to me. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> I have a feeling that this new one might be their best since the monitor, or in your case, their best since the Airing of Grievances. Um, yeah. This album is called A Productive Cough. It's out March 2nd on Merge, and we're going to listen to the first single called Number One in New York. And much like the Marlboro 100s that Patrick Stickles smokes, he talks about in the song, this song is addictive, and I've been listening to it like constantly, like insane amount, reading the lyrics over and over again. I was listening to it at the gym, which is weird because it's a little more leisurely paced, but there's just these swells and just the... The lyrics are a lot of what we're talking about with Jeff Rosenstock, the punk turning more political. The lyrics are just just perfectly helped me channel my political frustrations and use that to push myself while working out. And um, so I'm I'm going to be disappointed in you if you don't love this song, because seriously, I think this is some of Patrick's finest writing that he's done lyrically. Like, I mean, the music's great, too. But lyrically, this song is amazing. And I have the lyrics pulled up. I want you to listen to it. And uh, I encourage the listener to go back and read all these lyrics and listen to this song because it's pure punk poetry. Um, So let's get it going. And then we're going to dig a little deeper in the song. Here is Titus Andronicus with number one in New York. Don't let me down, Brian. Selfish with else's 
Well, that was sure epic and sprawling, and it started out, and I'm like, I don't think I'm going to like this that much. And then as it went on and on, um, not in a bad way, that sounded negative as I (laughs) went on and on. No, as it went on, um, I, I just liked it more and more. It built more and more and had more of a structure to it, but at the same time, it still felt kind of like the ramblings of a drunken person which i really enjoyed um and the lyrics are crazy and really good and um very much like the ramblings of a drunken person so yeah yeah, i enjoyed it um yeah here i want to dig into lyrics but first i want to just talk about the instrumentation because uh this could be seen as a departure but as patrick stickle says you haven't been paying attention if you think it is because you know on the monitor oh, yeah. and the area of grievances they did sort of uh it kind of reminds me of like irish folk or something with those flutes in mm-hmm. there and uh on local business i thought they reminded me of like a punk springsteen uh in certain songs but yeah, yeah so this is a style he said you know we've done he says titus andronicus records have always had their fair share of ballads but they were always buried. Now they are cornerstones. So I'm really, it's kind of, I would not expect like, oh, a new Titus song is, I mean, I would expect eight minutes long, but like a piano ballad that goes on and builds like that. I did not expect it. And I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's talk about the lyrics. Now Uh, you say the ramblings of a drunk person. And that's what I feel like I, um, I like music that shows the complexity of the human mind and kind of like mirrors how, how we like react to everything and experience everything. Because I feel like a lot of times people are like, Oh, what's this song about? And it's about one thing it's about. And sometimes songs are just like, I'm going to write about this subject, but I feel like what I like about that is it's all his personal stuff. Like I, I think of the song My Eating Disorder because he talks about the remnants of my intestines. I've taken the medicine, and mm-hmm. that's like that song he talks about, you know, being on medications when he was a little kid and leading to his eating disorder. Smoking is a big part of it, and he talks about smoking a lot in here. And um, it's all his personal stuff rolled in. Like, you can't separate it from the political stuff. All the lines just bleed into the next one. And it's kind of a new topic, but they all, like, go into each other and it's like it's also super personal in the way of like how do i interact with these people around me too i get i get that sense as well like um and and i wonder about that too like in in a world that is like so politicized and you get um so entrenched in your beliefs and they're so diametrically opposed to people who think differently than you it's like how do i even interact with people in my life that i know think very differently from me and um i i feel like he at points kind of just captured that feeling of like i, I don't know i know and there's conflicting feeling that's yeah. what so many of these lyrics i just like feel it when he says it i picture a certain person or an experience i've had and i'm just like yes it's so perfectly like capturing what a lot of us are going through. I, I could ramble on about this for forever. I want to just call out a couple of my uh, favorite lines. Cause I loved obviously the writing we've talked about alliteration. You're like, Oh, it's not really alliteration and you're right, but you're a nerd. 
and <laughs> when it, when it's vowel sounds. Yes, correct. when it's it is. Yes. Uh, that is. I'm sorry that I like assonance that. and consonants. No, you were right that alliteration yes. is the first letter of the word. Yes, this is just repeated sounds. But he does it on every line in this, and yes. I just thought it was brilliantly done. Um, but I think my favorite line has to be "Declare myself president of the emptiness." Just brilliant. <laughs> yep. um, and it all culminates into him saying, yeah, like, I don't know how what to tell people back home. So I tell it to the microphone. And, hey, that's what we're doing right now. Hey, microphone. We're telling it to the mic. That's a microphone. Brian, I know you didn't know that, but that thing's actually a microphone. Huh? I know I told you it was a fairy pod that it sends your words magically to listeners' ears, but it's actually a microphone device. Oh, I've, I've heard of these. <laughs> You're dumb. All right. So, anyway uh brian you did not let me down i'm glad that you liked this song uh i'm so excited for this album it feels like slight departure but also kind of classic titus up to their old tricks that was titus andronicus with number one in new york from a productive cough out march 2nd on merge all right so we're gonna move from definitely the longest song on this episode to maybe on the podcast. I think so. To probably uh, the shortest song on this uh, cool. episode. So it'll be a nice, you know, a nice uh, palate cleanser, palate cleanser, a little sorbet, a uh, little ginger. <laughs> so this uh, this comes from a band that I had never really heard before, and um, it is the kind of started out as a solo project turned into a uh, full band sort of thing for uh, one of the members of a band called jawbreaker reunion and jawbreaker reunion yes not jawbreaker no and i have not really listened to jawbreaker reunion but i would see their band name and always be like jawbreaker reunion (laughs) yes uh which now they actually have reunited in our playing live shows and, and such but this is lily master demas recording under the name long neck which she's been doing since 2014 she writes these personal introspective uh singer songwriter sort of songs which are somewhere between indie rock and pop punk and um this song that we're going to listen to is the first taste that we get from her upcoming album And it's a really great song about the struggle of being in a relationship and wanting to retain who you are as a person, but also be um, kind of giving yourself over to another person. It does it in really, really great um, visual lyricism. So let's just uh, let's take a listen to the song. Let's do it. This is Long Neck with Mine Slash Yours. In a house outside D.C. I dreamt that you were Say this
Hell yeah. That was great. Uh, nice little palate cleanser. There. Yeah. That yeah. How's your palate? That was a perfect palate cleanser for Titus. Still pretty punky and rocked yeah. decently hard, but it stick in your tongue. <laughs> Grief. Um, but yeah, I uh, enjoyed that a lot. I could see her vocals being really working really well in the traditional singer songwriter type, like your Amy Manns or your Brandy Carlisle's. I could see her vocals like they reminded me of vocals from a song like that, but then got that punky uh, backdrop there, which I enjoyed quite a bit. And I loved her harmony at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her voice is awesome and it does go well with um, the, the pop punk sort of style in this song. There are two other singles that have been released from the album as well. And one is uh, more like kind of indie rock sort of song. And then the, the last one that just came out is actually just an acoustic song as well. So there, mm. there's some nice range to it and, and her voice just shines in, in all of them. So I'm pretty interested in uh, checking this album out. So that was Long Neck with Mine Slash Yours from... Will This Do, which is out January 26th on Tiny Engines. All right. Well, my next song comes from a great band. This band made their debut in 2015 with the album Pool. It's the band Porches. Ah, yeah. Familiar. yeah. Did you listen to that album much? No. Oh, great. Great stuff. And uh, their drummer was in Send, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But he was like the singer in Send. I right. Believe. Yeah, he was not the drummer because the drummer in Send was the drummer From of Level Up. Level Up, yeah. yeah. That's right. And I know Aaron Main is tight with like Dev Hines and, from Blood Orange and Frankie Cosmos. And actually, he, uh, he has bleached his hair. And at first, I was like, okay, Justin Bieber, take it easy. But uh, <laughs> he's got like an earring in too. But like, you, I've watched a lot of How I Met Your Mother, you know, the one where Ted dyes his hair blonde and they all make fun of him. And yes. then they're like, he looks like a freaking movie star. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with Aaron Maine now. I was uh, like making fun of him at first. And then I'm like, who pulls it off? God right. damn it. All the all them do. Dev Hines wears some weird shit. And oh, like, yeah. But he pulls it off. So hair looks great, Aaron. I'm uh, liking the change. Yeah. <laughs> And um, the sophomore album from Porches uh, is called The House, and it's out January 19th, coming soon. Is and this the soundtrack to the Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler, Jason Manzukis movie, The House? Yes. Yes, oh. it is. Oh, cool. It was inspired by that. Oh, nice. Um, the, the casino that they run or whatever? Yeah, or actually, something? all the lyrics are just Will Ferrell's dialogue. <laughs> um, that movie was not that bad, actually. It got bad reviews, but I thought it was pretty funny. I never watched it, but I wanted to. Um, That's interesting. But no, it's not that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, on their first album, they did kind of... It's kind of the, um, like, dreamy indie rock, but more electronically based. And um, you're going to hear on this song, it starts kind of like a house beat. It's, like, weird at first, but then kind of blooms into something interesting so it's kind of doing their same style but adding some new stuff so let's check it out this is porches with find me
Yeah, Papa Likey, that song. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised. Ah, uh, man, I I do like a nice little house infected yeah. beat. That's that's uh, primarily why I liked that Vince Staples album so much. Was the yeah the house yeah. the the weird house going on in there? But no, that was a nice beat that added a bunch of weird twinkling stuff over which, it that's which was kind great of the style of the first album too okay. and so i'm like it seems like business as usual but when the horns come in i was like yeah. that kind of surprised me i liked it it was uh, a very uh nice smooth jam and yeah. I, I i appreciate a smooth jam that's horny you don't like your jam chunky when you're spreading it on the bread you want it to be smooth yeah that's right <laughs> smooth and horny that was my nickname in college <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that Yep, the oh, Interesting. Um, and the lyrics. Um, I know you're uh, bad at picking up lyrics, so you may not have been picking up on them that much. But the I feel it, like I picked up on probably negative two percent. You heard the words "find me." Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. But it seems like I really. It's interesting because it seems like he keeps saying that I can't let it find me and then the chorus is think I'll go somewhere else where I can sink into myself just watch me go and so it seems to me I don't know if it's like depression he's talking about or just getting that getting lost in yourself lost in your own mind type thing and he says I can't have anyone around me when I do it and um it's it's kind of uh heavier lyrics uh reading it than i would expect because the song's just kind of bright and bouncy so that was porches with find me from the house out january 19th on domino and uh i recommend you go back and listen to pool great album yeah i think i'm gonna do that man do it i'm gonna well you kind of slowed things down a little bit I'm going to pump brakes even more and slow them way down. You know what I mean? Um, this comes from another band I had never heard of before. Um, they had a album back in 2016. And this is the... Way back there? Way back in 2016. It, it feels like forever ago. It really does. Um, this is Nashville's Lion Limb all one word and um it started primarily as a way for singer songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Stuart Brownow um and to do some of his kind of like home recordings and has evolved since then but only to include one other person as a uh, ongoing member uh but this is just a very a very interesting song and I don't want to say too much about it uh, beforehand because it's fun to just kind of experience it it um it makes me feel like this is what elliot smith would be doing if he were were alive mm. today um a lot of this album was recorded um in piano practice rooms in columbia university and then oh. added instrumentation on top of that um it's a long song with it gets a little psychedelic in its own way and gets into interesting groove so that's all we'll we'll say for now and we'll experience it together you and me yes so let's take a listen to lion limb with the song maria mm-hmm. 
strange uh i liked it i mean it was pretty uh i really liked that orchestration whatever that woodwind or some instrument they were playing there uh and it was kind i didn't mind it like it was just strange and i it kind of gave an interesting feel the fact that some of those like instruments you could hear were probably recorded in like a practice room Mm -hmm. they feel a little further away but then you have other instruments that are a little clearer and more to the front made it for an interesting uh cocktail so the other constant member is uh the drummer and i felt like the the drumming was pretty interesting throughout yeah um as well and what what they wanted to do was to take kind of these um piano recordings and then stewart actually composed the other instrumentation over top of that and was he says, influenced by 70s minimalist composers and um, just kind of created this. It is weird. A very it, unique feel. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And and I uh, I appreciate that. It, yeah. But it sounds like kind of to me a weird, a weird evolved version of an Elliot Smith song because Elliot Smith has a lot of those. Oh, I forgot you said yeah. that. Yeah, I could absolutely see that. He has that kind of orchestration and that lo-fi sort of feel mm-hmm. to it. But at the same time, it's lush. But this just kind of expands that 
universe that he had yeah. and um adds some interesting elements and it gets kind of jumbled up and weird and i i, I really appreciated that about yeah. this song so that was lion limb with maria from tape recorder which is out february 23rd on bayonet maria I don't even know what was that supposed to be Ave Maria. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I feel like uh, Stewart's the vocalist there yes, in that sir. band. I feel like his voice uh, set me up really well for my next song because my next artist has a similar voice that's kind of uh, smoky and dreamy. And uh, I actually thought this singer was a woman when I first heard him because it's kind of an androgynous voice and uh this uh this artist debuted with the album woman you know who this is i hope you've listened to that album we'll get into it it's the band rye r-h-y-e oh yeah 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 you listen to that album much i think so because i was revisiting it and it's i remember it being really good but i was like blown away by you it. know what i don't know that i did i i mixed them up in my brain for a second i don't think i've really checked i feel like there was a before band that i mixed them up with at the time too but in 2013 it was one of like the hot albums i remember it was very acclaimed and uh it's the project of mike milos she also did music under milos um and this is sounding familiar yeah but I, I don't i'm know. sure you've heard yeah. something from them but uh they're classified as r&b which you said i need to listen to more r&b uh, just, I think I really just didn't like the R&B you were listening to that much. I think I listened to plenty, but these, these guys are classified as R&B and, uh, but you know, not, not typical not, R&B. Not real yeah. R&B. <laughs> not, not for real. Um, but I feel like these new songs, cause they always had some just like, it reminded me kind of of the XX that sort of bare intimate stuff, but then with these just crazy good uh instrumentations and like uh some of the compositions on this new stuff i feel like they turned up the funk still understated but funky and uh mike milos said we spent the last few years on the road translating the woman album from a bedroom project into a full live experience with blood which is the new album it's been the opposite process the music and sounds are really born out of the live environment and are built for performance so that might account for what I'm saying with the uh, compositions being stepped up a little. They sound like they're doing what I wish the XX would do, which is like liven their sound up. That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> because like I feel like the XX have gotten steadily more boring. You know what's weird time. about though? I saw them last year. Yeah, and that show was turnt. It was lit. Yeah, but they're so boring these days the, 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 that's what i think when you listen to it it is very boring but seeing it live it was pretty engaging they did cool stuff um, did, did it sound drastically different not not drastically but maybe they let jamie do a little <laughs> more fun know. stuff yeah let but, jamie do some fun but stuff. I, but anyway i agree this boat like you you said xx and i'm like oh i hope it's not boring because that's how i associate them now but you, the the words I understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. Okay. And good. they make me hope, hopeful for this song. I, I'm, I'm interested. You well, have my interests peaked. All right. Well, Mike Milos, you're our only hope. Let's take a listen to Rye with the song Taste. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was that was really good. It was You weren't bored. No, I was not like, at all. No way you're getting bored. Not that. bored. Um it you know, I, I like the um the subtle funky guitar. Yeah, right. Like but I, I wish there was a little more. But 
I, I feel like probably in other songs there will be more. And That's, so I'm I'm okay yeah. with like the subtle just like just a couple like mm-hmm. That's just there. hinting at it. I'll listen to the song Count to Five. I almost okay. picked that one, but I ended up going with taste, but that one has some major funk instrumentals. Yeah. I um I'm very this very good. This yeah. very good. <laughs> this very good indeed. If you would have not said that Mike is a man. I yeah, uh, I wouldn't have known, and I I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I know. I like a nice androgynous vocal. It's it's as do I. It's fun. It yeah. just it kind of switches up your perception of things a little bit, and that's good. Yeah. In in like all areas of life, mm-hmm. you got to switch your perception. You, you know? got you got to check your perspective. That's what I always say. You always say that, like all, even when it's not applicable at all. Like <laughs> yes. you just say it, and I'm like, Luke, what are you? What are you talking Everyone's about? Like, who is this man? How did he get in our house? Why is he telling Stop. us to check our perspective? Stop saying. Um, but you can see where I'm coming from co- with the XX comparison. Absolutely. But, um, but also, but yeah, I feel like the just take it to another level. Kind of I feel like he's kind of trying to do that style, but taking it to another level. Yeah. And um. It's like, have you heard of Rye? They're a more interesting version of the XX. Exactly. Um, but do you find the XX boring? Check out Rye. They're not boring. Yeah, and they sound good. Exactly. Uh, in talking about his voice uh, being androgynous, also the first album was called Woman, and uh, there's a picture of like a woman on it. This one also has a similar black and white photo of woman, and guess what? There's a butt in it. <laughs> No, it's actually really cool. Album cover, just being immature. But I'm really excited for the sophomore album uh, from Rye. It's going to be fantastic. So that was Rye with Taste from Blood out February 2nd on Loma Vista. Man, our songs, they, they've gone on an interesting uh, journey. We're nailing it. Uh-oh, did someone say journey? I did on purpose. Have you been watching the new season of The Bachelor? Oh. Oh, I forgot that was The Bachelor. I was like, oh, Brian's going to talk about Survivor now. No, 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 no. But. No. We're, we're on a journey. The Bachelor. Okay. With, with Ari. Ari oh. is the new Bachelor. Oh, really? It's Ari. And is he going to find love? Jeremy Piven from Entourage? No. <laughs> no, but um, what I, I, I'll keep this short because no one cares. But um, are he going to find love? <laughs> That's a bad grammar. <laughs> I like it. Um, it's been, uh, of course, as you expect The Bachelor to be. The first episode is bonkers, and like I feel so bad because there's like 30-some women, and they're all like, pay attention to me! Right? <laughs> and it's like, oh, they, the show wants you to like instantly judge them, you know? And it's like, I just feel so dirty. Like, just judging the, like, oh, I don't like her. She sounds weird. Right. <laughs> like, oh, she likes taxidermy. Get her out of here. You know, <laughs> like, stuff like that. But, um, so you have to constantly check yourself before you wreck yourself while you're watching The Bachelor. And uh, what I do find really fun about this season is Ari reminds me 100% of Ken Marino in Burning Love. Yes. And, like so much like he just kind of goes ha, 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 ha. like you know like how ken i don't know if you haven't seen burning love you should watch yeah, burning love yeah. and then 
watch the season of the bachelor and it, it's it's like that the same, i won't do it's the same person um, we need to get you your own segment where you talk about reality shows i'm gonna brainstorm well we'll to be continued but you need your own theme and everything yeah so much like that much like the bachelor our, our show's gone on an interesting journey you know we started out with some some nice like punk songs and then went into some more sparse and instrument instrumentated stuff yep and uh now i'm gonna bring it bring it all back home with a with another nice kind of uh pop punk sort of influenced song cool um do you know how to spell mississippi m-i-s-s-i-s-s-i-p-p-i now what would happen if you took out the m and added a k kississippi yeah that's I'm gonna play a song by Kississippi. Oh, that's a great name. Yeah, it's a great that's name. Clever. Have you uh, have you listened? Have you heard Kississippi? Never heard of them. Um, so this is the musical project of Philadelphia-based singer-songwriter Zoe Reynolds, and she put out in 2014 some uh, some demos just digitally, digitally, some digi dems. Yeah, digi dems, and um, they garnered some good critical response and then in 2015 she put an ep out and coming later this year no firm date yet is going to be the debut the debut baby the debut full length from kississippi um and this is uh this is a, just a great introduction great song really catchy driving good lyricism Everything you want, great vocals, everything you want in a song. It's got That's it all. It. And um, what's also fun and why this episode has gone full circle for me is the Jeff Rosenstock song was called Your Throat with YR for your. Yep. No vowels. The song is Cut Your Teeth. Your is YR as well. Oh. Craziness. Blows your brain. I know. So let's take a listen to Kississippi with Cut Your Teeth. Cheekbones that shine like diamonds. Oh, darkness, I am nerveless. Eyes closed for lack of purpose or lack of light. With fear that I'll lose it. I'm still afraid of the dark. You are my light for so long. Oceans deep and mountains tall. Future plays tricks on us, huh? Yeah. 
first I was like, this reminds me a lot of Pale Hound. Just that first mm. beginning mm-hmm. part, but then not so much when the rest of the band kicked in. Um, I liked it. I feel like it rocked pretty hard, but it had some dreamy synths kind of uh, pulling it back a little bit. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. I liked her uh, voice and uh, built there at the end. Yeah, I, I like the... Um, so this song is about someone that turned out to be someone completely different than they thought they were. Um, it talks about like che- cheekbones that cut like diamonds and just kind of someone that she was instantly drawn into. And um, and she says, you know, I, I've, I've always been afraid of the dark and you've been my light. You were my light for so long. And then uh, the, the future plays tricks on us, huh? I liked that line, yeah. yeah. And um, just someone who turns out revealing themselves to be right. a destructive force in your life um, when you thought that they were kind of what was holding you together and just how damaging that can be. It just kind of turns your, your orbit around and um, you, you don't know where you are. Like, who are you? How do you manage with that? So, interesting concept. That's that's some heavy stuff, man. Yeah, bro. That's that's brutal. Um, I I love that. That was the line I was trying to remember what it was, kind of early on. The future plays tricks, because I feel like beyond just what you were talking about with the person revealing themselves, I just like that concept. Just in the fact that you don't know what the future is going to be, and like you've got a plan, and then. A couple years later, you're looking back, and you're like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> In a good way or a bad way. For sure, yeah. It could be a real trickster yeah. sometime. Oh, I wrote a song, and I have a line that, take your time, but keep in mind that time's a tricky bastard. Mm. So true. So, that was Kississippi with Cut Your Teeth from an upcoming album, which is coming out this spring on Side One Dummy Records. We're about to end our first episode of 2018, and I've got a good and that I've uh, been sitting on since 2017. I've been waiting to play this one for a while. Um, that sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but this is a uh, Portland-based band, and they have like 11 members or something, like an insane amount of members. And I listened to this song, and I could have seen it being just more like a singer-songwriter guy and then he like brought it to a big band, but you can really like, there's certain moments where with the compositions just get crazy and amazing. And you're like, Oh, now I can see where this big band is coming from. Um, this is the band typhoon. You ever heard of them? No. Yeah. I had never heard of them, but this is their fourth album coming out, uh, today, January 12th. And it's not, it's been on first listen and they played it on the new all songs consider as well. This album is really great and took me by surprise um this band is led by kyle morton and uh this album centers on a fictional man who is losing his memory and in turn his sense of self and uh kyle said i've always been preoccupied with memory losing memory and trying to recapture memory i wanted to explore the questions what does a person become if they don't know where they came from what is the essential quality of the person if you strip away all memory? Mm. You know what that made me think of? No. Were you going to say I, I was going to wonder. Uh, Go I was wondering if it made you think of me. No. Why would it make me think of you? Because I don't know if we've ever really talked about this, but I have, like, 
incredibly minimal memories of like my life up through high school oh okay like and i've always been like why don't i have stronger memories like i i have very but very... do they come to you randomly ever hardly ever oh, see that's weird because yeah. i feel like when i'm thinking back i'm like oh i don't remember a lot of stuff from my younger days too but then like i'll be talking with someone or just like a something will remind me and i'll be like oh yeah and i'll like pull that memory from the depths um yeah i have like a few specific memories that i i think of but then the rest of it it's like i it's just all a, a jumble. Mm. I have no idea. Anyway, yeah. I, so, so you I'm, can relate to. This. I'm interested, and that's yes. what like uh, he was reading stuff and like just inspired by all these ideas. And you know what it made me think of was Black Mirror. Mm. Uh, oh, you may not have seen the episode Playtest. Oh shoot, I would have to spoil it. Kind of. Well, all I need. All keep, no no. Keep talking. I'll I'll no, close no. my ears. All I'll tell you is it's it's where this guy does an augmented reality game that takes his greatest fears mm. and brings them to life. And okay. at first it's like, oh, a spider. Mm-hmm. Oh, his high school bully. Then it starts getting more abstract. Mm-hmm. And at one point he doesn't remember who he is. And because like that was his fear that oh, interesting. he would forget everything about himself. And then who is he? You know? And um, so, yeah, it's scary. I feel like that is terrifying to me. Losing... Mm-hmm all all your memory of who you are and what you are um so we're gonna go out on typhoon with rorschach from offerings out this day january 12th on roll call records and so that will serve as our shouts go listen to typhoon yeah so i don't really have any shouts normally we shout out albums we're interested in i don't yeah. I, I it's the beginning of the year like we said so I'm, i'll slow. check this one out for sure yeah. but are you uh reading watching consuming anything that you're excited about right now oh uh i mean a lot of stuff i told you i watched the movie brigsby bear with kyle mooney that was a great movie um i've i got a uh 2ds for christmas and i have been playing a ton of pokemon so that's mainly what i've been up to pokemon sun it is great i'm i'm loving it Mainly, I like right now. What I'm thinking of is, I want to go home and finish the book I'm reading right now, which is The Fireman by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Uh, it's it's great. Oh, that's Stephen King's son. Yes. Wow. That's it's cool. a it's a weird kind of horror ish dystopian sort of book, and I love it. And it deals kind of with the theme of like losing yourself or losing your identity, mm. forgetting who you are a little bit. It's oh hey Kyle Morton from Typhoon, check that book out. Yeah, it's great. Um, oh, I did start reading uh, Universal Harvester. Oh yeah, written by John Darnielle from the Mountain Goats. Very interesting. very good. Yeah, I'm uh, intrigued. Have no clue where it's going to go. I could see it going kind of a horror angle, but I don't think that's what it is. But I was getting a little freaked out reading it. But yeah, that's really good. So that's what we've been up to. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We're back, and uh, it's it's good to be in a new year. It's good to have moved on. As Kylo Ren says, let the past die. Uh, so we're going to look, look ahead. So that's it for us this week. Uh, as always, head over to gutablastermagazine.com and uh, subscribe and write us a review on iTunes. You can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. For Ghetto Blaster Magazine, I'm Luke LeBen saying keep on chuckling. New, new sign-off phrase. 
And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. Same sign-off phrase. Keep it. This is the best song ever. Yes, sir.